0: This time on No, Not the Mind Probe, episode number 59, Intergalactic Planetary, Planetary Intergalactic.
1: Welcome to No, Not that Mind Probe. My that was my Cyberman. Oh, that was uh, pretty good. Yeah, wasn't it wasn't bad. I was it was could have gone Christopher Walken, but it stayed it stayed pretty cyber. Which I'm pretty <laughs> pleased with that. Uh, uh, it's a podcast where we watch and rank every single Doctor Who story ever. Uh, my name is John Grant, and I'm a lifelong Doctor Who fan. I've been watching it for 37 amazing years. And my name is Porter Mason.
0: John's been asking me to watch Doctor Who for 25 years. And a year or so ago, I finally said yes. John, welcome back. We it's been a month. It has. We're,
1: we're back. We're uh, back. And there, so, folks, for those of you who get your Doctor Who news solely, you, you're Doctor Who fans. Right. So, you listen to No Not The Mind Probe, but you only get your news from us. <laughs> yeah. um, some right. things have been happening. So, uh, last time, we, we mentioned that Tegan and Ace are coming back. And that's pretty good that's news. That's a big news. You're I mean excited. nothing's bigger than that People were excited about that. But forget that, forget them. You're oh, gonna, okay. You can consign them to the rubbish bin of history because uh we have had some we've had some major motion in the last that last month. First of all, we have a new doctor. Shuti and it's John Gatwa. Grant. Congratulations, yes. John! We're no, so no. Oh. passed over yet again. Passed over oh. yet again. Uh, uh but uh, you know, I think, um, I think, you know, if I tell them I'm interested, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I've been playing too coy. Yeah, uh, you know, right. I, I thought if I would pretend not to be interested, but maybe I should at least maybe send a demo tape. Um, but yeah, we have a uh, shooty Gatwa. Uh, the name just the next doctor. He's from. I don't know. If you've seen. Uh, he's best not I guess, from Sex Education. I've never seen. Oh this no,
0: no, he didn't look familiar to me. What yeah, What, what um, is Sex Education on? Is that? Like, it's a
1: Netflix show. It's got Julian Anderson, I think, and um, uh, uh, i it's, I've heard very good things. I've heard good things about him. Uh, uh he's the first. Um, he's the first black uh, male actor to be cast as a doctor. Um, he is. Well, so you live in a simple world, Porter, uh, a simple world where doctors occur one after another. Right. And the numbering is very straightforward. It's about to get confusing. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> so doctors is he still, showing up left and right. Is and, he still the 14th doctor? Does that not really matter? You no, know, that's anymore? not even clear. He's the 14th screen he's the fourteenth actor to be named to the lead role. Of okay. Um but plot is wise it, some other stuff
0: is going it's on. It's
1: gonna get confusing. Yeah. And um and he's also not necessarily he's the first uh person of color to be named to the lead role. The lead role. Uh, but he right. may not in fact well as far as in fact he's not the first person of color play the Doctor. Uh, again, we'll get to that uh, <laughs> in, in a few seasons. Um, so that's incredibly exciting. Uh, and of course the world up, up in arms about this when they need to Doctor. Then come along that, uh, you know, those rumors, of some rumors that David Tennant was going to come back and he was actually going to be the new Doctor. And everybody's like, oh, that'd be ridiculous. Well, David Tennant and Catherine Tate are back. They have been announced as returning oh, uh, cool. for the 60th anniversary special. Oh, okay. So, uh, um, uh, so you got that going on? uh they have also cast a companion uh and i'm gonna look up the name now oh yes you just sent me her yeah name. um uh sh- well so she's been na- uh the companion i think the actress name the companion she's playing a character called rose Yasmin mean um, finney right yeah yeah which um it's sort of like um uh or yasmin yeah. i don't know if it's yasmin yasmin yasmin, yasmin. Uh, yasmin you mean? uh which is uh very cool she um She's listed as one of TikTok's biggest influencers. I don't think we'll hold that against her. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I didn't actually read. Really, I didn't actually really read this. One. She's a trans woman. No, yeah, that's very interesting. Good for her. Oh, um, okay. uh, yes, we so should be playing Rose. Now, I don't know if anyone has mentioned to Russell T Davies. Hey, you already had a Rose. Uh, I, I mean, I hope there's you know, him. Baby, he would be embarrassed to really, if it's been ten years since he wrote that. It um, looks like she's
0: Man- Mancunian, and she also in a Netflix series called Heart Stoppers, also
1: that I haven't heard of. So yeah, they're really mining Netflix shows that yes. I haven't watched. <laughs> That's
0: what they're going for. Yeah,
1: anyway, Maybe it's just a big Netflix promotional blitz. Uh, <clears throat> um, so yes, so we have a new companion, uh, apparently, it's going to be named Rose, so who knows what connection. Uh,
0: <clears throat> well, now, interesting. This says, Finney joins the new Doctor and Cootie Gatwa, as well as David Tennant and Catherine Tate, who are currently filming for Doctor Who's 40th series, so it doesn't say that they're just going to be in the 60th anniversary episode. It just says well, so, they're filming for the 40th.
1: So there's been a lot of interesting speculation series. here. So okay. um, uh, there is um, some people. I, I have to. I haven't gone back and checked. There's some people who have noted that uh, they've only the BBC and Russell T Davies have only referred to Cootie Gatwa as the as the new Doctor, uh, but not the 14th Doctor. Again, that could be the confusion over the numbering, or it could be uh, some hint that, like maybe Jody Whittaker is going to donate gen- regenerate into David Tennant somehow. And that's some part of the storyline or something like that. That would be weird. It would be strange. I, I think so. I think the thing is, there has to be or the the. There will be a 60th anniversary special, right? So we've got so, so okay. the last Judy Whitaker one is a BBC centenary special, which is they it's a hundredth year of the BBC, and they're celebrating some of their flagship programming, Doctor Who, obviously being one of them. Uh, and so it's sort of that that episode's like their big BBC celebration, which I think is why they've got uh, Ace and Tegan. It's like a little nod to that. Then there's a 60th anniversary special coming up now that. Generally, is a multi doctor affair, which, as we've seen, we now have David Tennant. But it's kind of, uh, we kind of crappy to, to have, you know, your big debut as the new doctor, and there's a yeah. whole bunch of other doctors wandering around <laughs> <right> in there. <laughs> Especially,
0: it seems like having David Tennant and Russell T Davies that just yeah. seems funny so well, we'll
1: so, see. so they're just i mean i
0: won't see for about 10 years yeah, but yeah, you'll yeah. see shortly so
1: anyway some of the speculation might be okay maybe jody whittaker regenerates and we don't see who into or something else happens and then there's some this this 60th anniversary special kind of happens and in the end of that we get the new doctor or something like that because so um also they just announced that rachel talale will be directing the next uh, um the 60th anniversary she's a big she uh has not yet appeared in your watching, but she becomes a big director uh during the Peter Capaldi years. And so now there's okay. rumors that Capaldi will be back, which seems he he definitely be wanted to be on board for these anniversaries. He's a Doctor Who fan. Uh, yeah, but you, uh hope, yeah, so you hope you hope all great. these comebacks don't,
0: like you said, get in the way of these guys kind of finding their footing. Yeah, you know. exactly.
1: So, yeah, um, uh, clearly RTD has some plans. um, uh, Her being named Rose makes me real worried, though. Yeah, (laughs) Rose. It's always been about Rose.
0: You don't do do that accidentally, because it'd be really funny if they're just sitting at the writing tables like, I don't know, it's just the perfect name. (laughs) I I know we named the other companion, um, notably the companion that I kind of shepherded through, um, but... (laughs) It's just the perfect name. I won't go any other way with it. Like, it seems.
1: What if he just huh. did the exact. He just did the entire Christopher Eccleston first series, word for word, but he's just like, ah, but they're black now. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh?
0: Well, <laughs> well, you joke, but what if it is kind of this like alternate
1: timeline Doctor Who thing? They could, you know, you just don't know what they're going to play with. Um,. So, yeah, surprises galore. Um, interestingly, we actually still don't know the name of the centenary special. It's, uh, uh, actually, what the now, title? let me ask you is generally
0: uh, <clears throat> how does Doctor Who fandom take in all this stuff? Because it's so different than, for example, Star Wars fandom, right? They mm-hmm. were obsessed for 30 years with these movies, nothing mm-hmm. ever came out. They were just like tantalizing over any little tidbit of information, they would obsess over everything. But again, this drought of 30 years. Mm. Then it came out, really wasn't to expectations for for most people, the prequels, Mm. and uh, didn't like it. Then there was another drought of, like, whatever that was, 10, 15 years, then the new ones came out. Similar thing where it was, like, really, really hopeful, liked some things, anything that wasn't to their liking, they hated it. It's just such a almost manic-depressive fan base. Mm. Does Doctor Who more, since it's come back, I mean, it was gone Mm. for a long time, but Mm. since it's come back, there's just been a regular drumbeat of, like, Kind of new, different thing. I wonder, even if someone's unsure
1: about choices in the show, are they just kind of like, well, let's see how it goes? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, know. there's. A, so the, I think the thing about certainly any of the, us, us old guard Doctor Who fans um, is that we're constantly ready for the show to be canceled right i mean that's every it's like the show really? went up the air it's just
0: like a ptsd thing like. yeah and it was just
1: like and so any like slight and you know the, like the ratings are the ratings are slightly down on the whitaker era but they're down across the board because people just watching aren't watching tv the right. same way but it's just like oh yeah it's, this is it it's this is it here we go this is it like or if you know any kind of choice that people get worried about like oh is this gonna is this it are we gonna lose the show um and so yeah there's sort of that tender hooks of like uh, you know which is kind of, at this it's is, it is it could go off the air again but it'll come back in like 10 years like i mean it's it's now it seems like the kind of show or, that's just never going to die <laughs> I, I don't even think 10
0: years i feel like if it went off the air now it'd be like for a year or two and then kind of like yeah you know
1: i mean it's 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 it seems to be infinitely versatile it's, it's a brand that everybody seems to know and now it um, has this
0: whole new generation or two of yeah. new fans
1: right and i mean by the you know i mean um by the time uh you know Russ Davies gets through his next, when kids who grew up watching Doctor Who are probably writing like hit series, and they want to write Doctor Who, I mean that's what's happening with with Doctor Who now. Like all these writers are coming in who are like, oh yeah, I'd love to do Doctor Who, as well as um, uh, they uh there's rumors now about Nick Frost directing some episodes because they are oh. not um uh no it's uh, the guy uh, not Nick Edgar Frost right oh uh, yeah Edgar Wright yeah uh, who apparently was supposed to direct the first episode uh, Rose the original Rose but then um. I was doing Shaun of the Dead, I think, and couldn't do it. Oh, wow. But yeah, so as long as... Simon <laughs> maybe, Pegg would be a great doctor, by the way. I mean, I know yeah, we had right? him separately. and uh, <laughs> um, We do have Nick Frost coming up soon in an episode, which was pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Um, well, look, yes. anyway. that,
0: was, that was the Doctor Who news corner. Yeah. Um Again, because some people are getting all their, their who news only straight from here. Um, what this podcast is normally about is that yeah. what, what we do, and, and it will be about today.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: we continue <laughs> um, to be back. <laughs> we, we look at two of... Uh, stories from doctor who lore we go through new who uh, in order we're in the matt smith era right now and then john our doctor who sommelier pairs that new who story with a classic story so john what are we going to watch this
2: episode
1: all right, well, it's the season premiere, uh, the true season premiere of uh, season six. Um we've got uh, Matt Smith and uh and Karen Gillen and Arthur Darville back uh in the saddle with Riversong returning as well. Um in the Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon. It's another Stephen Moffat spiral staircase plotting uh, uh storyline uh and uh have paired that with um another astronaut themed space race themed um, uh story uh the 10th planet which in itself is quite a momentous it features the regeneration of the first doctor the very first generation and the very first appearance of the very rudimentary cyberman
0: <laughs> all right let's recap these episodes yeah they were uh they were they were interesting, those Cybermen. <laughs> um, let's start off with the new who, as you mentioned, uh, we start with the impossible astronaut. Uh, uh, and well, I guess we're, we're taking them together. They're the story number 214 that aired the 23rd of April and the 30th of April in 2011. Um, it's Matt Smith it's uh well when we have river song returning i remember playing a a big part which i don't fully understand and (laughs) uh and rory and amy and yeah i think um i in watching these in the way that we do like kind of i'm not really because it's happening in very slow motion i'm kind of like binging these in slow motion right Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um to me this followed right after the christmas special the christmas special followed right after the fifth episode so I don't think I was ready for this to be a premiere, um, <laughs> even though I did because of our little break here. Did take some time up before I watched it. <laughs> um, yeah, this was definitely a premiere, and uh, it kind of smacked me in the face. It's like, a lot. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> so um, you can tell when Stephen Moffat has a couple extra months to work on something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so this was a total of an hour and a half, and um, we have a clip which we'll play for you right, uh, right now.
2: Mr. President, that child just told you everything you need to know, but you weren't listening. Never mind, though, because the answer's yes. I'll take the case. Fellas, the guns, really? I just walked into the highest security office in the United States, parked a big blue box on the rug. You think you can just shoot me? They're Americans! Don't shoot, definitely no shoot. Don't shoot us either. Very much not in need of getting shot. Look, look, we've got our hands up. Who the hell are you, sir? You need to stay back. But, who, who are they, right? What is that box? It's a police box, can't you read? I'm your new undercover agent on loan from Scotland Yard, code name The Doctor. These are my top operatives, The Legs, The Nose, and Mrs. Robinson. I hate you. No, you don't. Who are you? Now, boring question, who's phoning you? That's interesting, because Canton Three is right. That was definitely a girl's voice, which means there's only one place in America she can be phoning from. Where? Did not engage with the intruder, Mr. Delaware. You heard everything. I heard it simple enough. Give me five minutes, I'll explain. On the other hand, lay a finger on me or my friends, and you'll never, ever know. How'd you get it in here? I mean, you didn't carry it in. Clever, eh? Love it. Do not compliment the intruder. Five minutes. Five. Mr. President, that man is a clear and present danger. Mr. To- President, that man walked in here with a big blue box and three of his friends. And that's the man he walked past. One of them's worth listening to. I say we give him five minutes, see if he delivers. Thanks, Kent. If he doesn't, I'll shoot him myself. Also Thanks, sir. I cannot Shut
1: recommend Peterson. <laughs> All,
2: All right. I, so... I'm most
1: saddened. It's a funny joke, but it saddens me. Is the whole, uh, you know, oh, you won't shoot me, and then Riversong was out. They're Americans. Like, don't shoot. Don't shoot. <laughs> I find that yeah. it's very funny, but it's also a sad commentary on what people think about. Americans.
0: Yes, uh, th- correctly think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, yes. Um, yes. This is. It's I didn't it didn't kinda of hit me until the end of this, but I've actually had a hard time with all the Doctor Who episodes that are set in America. Mm-hmm. And I similar and it's weird because it has nothing to do with it being set in America, but like or maybe it leads l- lends into it. Something just seems like off about it. Like it's not this quite was there.
1: Excitingly, um, this is the first time they've ever filmed in America with the cast. Oh, oh, they really filmed it there. Yeah, the, the, cool. all the stuff in the West and things like that. And then obviously the Oval Office. The Obamas just handed out the Oval Office. Like, <laughs> no. uh, but uh, um, they, uh, yeah, this was a this is huge American filming. Uh, well, they
0: tried to film on the West Wing set, and they couldn't get that, so they got the real yeah, Oval Office. Right, well, who's, not, who's not
1: using the Oval Office, <laughs> Um,
0: so let me, I'll try to go through the plot. But Good like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so we start off and I guess we're on uh, Amy and Roy are on kind of a break uh, from uh, f- from traveling with the doctor. I mean, not not for me, not a la of friends uh, from each <laughs> other, but from traveling with the doctor. And then they got these envelopes that tells them to
1: come to Utah at the specific time and place. River's there. River, uh, so I, also, this is another great joke. Yeah. Where, like um, when they get River, she gets the invitation. Right. Uh, and then it cuts to alarms going and they're all in because she's in prison. The alarms going and the people running through the prison and the guy's on the phone. And he, he's like, what's the problem? He's like, she's doing it again, sir. She's packing. Like, she just she just comes and goes. And she's just like, <laughs> like when I'm, when I'm <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, seat. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> there's good funny.
0: moments uh, <laughs> there. And then they, they meet the doctor who we find looks the same, but we find out is 200 years older than he was when he last saw them. And then he says, "Do you want to go to 1969?" So then, uh, an astronaut walks out of the lake, and the doctor seems to expect this. Goes down there. They kind of talk. Inexplicably, they don't go with it. I, like it's done for plot reasons. And but uh, like they just kind of stay afar from from the yeah, astronaut. They, yeah, I think he tells pulls dead. out a gun and shoots the doctor dead. Mm-hmm. They're freaked dead, out. Dead. <clears throat> um they somehow don't get to the astronaut like I, I don't or, or the astronaut vanishes I'm not sure like they they
1: that was weird the, I think the astronaut just slowly walks back into the lake right um, and they don't really do much about it <laughs> anyway the River shoots at it or something then
0: like. a like random guy shows up Canton Everett Delaware the third would mm-hmm. they just make a big deal about his name and um well
1: in, so that um the actor is actually the actor's father. So they actually cast the so the guy who plays so that Kenton. Right. So that Canton Delaware is the, is the FBI guy from the Nixon era. Right. Yeah. But that's him in the future. So they just cast his father to play. him. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> Very clever. cool. Yeah. So he shows up at the can of gasoline and says,
0: uh, he got a, he got an invitation too. And he says this, that it really is the doctor he the, and he's dead. Yeah. I don't know why they believe him that they do. And they burn him like a, like a Viking funeral. They go to a diner and talk about it, and then the, then the doctor's there, mm-hmm. and he's I guess younger. I, I they try to make a point of this, but I really didn't this anyway. But he's clearly what, what he it's an an earlier. Doc. Nothing was different, but in terms of his memories, he clearly right. is showing up beforehand. They tell him parts of the story, but they don't tell him he dies. He seems to know that there's going to be a plan of some sort. So it was that, that that was all very unclear to me. I mean, I get what they were trying to do, but it didn't make sense to me why he wouldn't have known it anyway. They go back to 1969. Um, as you mentioned, Canton uh, is now a FBI operative. Um, they go into Nixon's house when we, we see is that Nixon uh, a young girl has been like appears in the White House. I know, and- just calling, calling the phone sorry calling in the phone and says mentions a spaceman as well um so they're trying to figure out what's going on with this i mean i'll kind of just skip ahead to what they figure out because it was really confusing to me um and and my feeling about the whole episode was well i think Stephen moffat made it just well one or two steps too complicated on this so there's a alien uh species i guess mm-hmm. called the silence the silence um and there's and it has all the Moffat sort of telltale things there's this interesting like visual thing of they they mark themselves and you and and you see this i think at the end of the episode or as, as i think that's part of the bridge yeah. there and you're like oh why are they doing this you know they're mark they're writing little um hash marks on themselves tallying things so but it, <clears throat> because there's this alien race called the silence and what they do is when you see them or when you find out anything about them somehow, they have like a almost a virus set up to wipe your memory of what that is yeah, as soon as you look away, you forget them as soon as you yeah, right, exactly it's it's basically the opposite of weeping angels. angels, yeah, right, right? yeah <laughs> so um, and then why are they doing all this and then and then the implication is that. They've been on Earth for like a hundred years or longer, maybe. Yeah. And have longer. been shaping history to have them go to the moon so that they can get to
1: the moon and. No, they can get the spacesuit. They wanted the spacesuit for some Why do reason. They want the spacesuit? We don't they, know yet. They're using that to kill the doctor. Like okay. The doctor's part of the target, right?
0: They need the spacesuit to kill the
1: doctor? I'd, yeah, somehow. I forget what the exact you question
0: is. Anyway, so their, <laughs> their point isn't clear to me. I mean, so ultimately and and then the way they quote unquote like defeat them or end this plot is also not clear to me so i mean they, they i mentioned they start doing this hash mark uh the doctor says he puts in a recording device on their thing to say like hey when you see them just press this because you're not going to remember later right, right but then i guess the only thing you can hear is your voice, right? Because you couldn't hear them, because that would be memory. No, you're wiped.
1: describing them. I mean, it's just it's like a voice memo to describe. Yeah, it's them. very
0: very strange. So then they do this. <clears throat> Amy's captured by them. They kind of go rescue her, um, and ultimately, they
1: put something. They they put the recording or. or into to get a recording of the silence, uh, saying um, sort of confessing. But how did they
0: finally get a recording of the silence if, if that's uh, impossible?
1: Uh, uh, Canton had a, a, a camera phone, Amy's phone. So while you're looking at them, you can record. I guess you can record them. Uh Oh, uh, I thought like it was something
0: phone. where you couldn't see recordings of them either.
1: Yeah, you well, can look at a recording of them, but again, as soon as you look away from the recording, you've forgotten they're there. Right. So the so idea he is gets recording, and they put and it get, into the Neil Armstrong footage right. of walking on the moon, figuring. So everyone's going to see this all the time constantly yeah, for throughout history right out of the whole world and the, and the recording is them saying you should kill us all on site and so they basically instruct so basically how the silence work is that when you're looking at them they can kind of supplant these subliminal suggestions and that's how they like you know they tell people what to do or they do things and we don't remember why but you kind of are influenced by it and that's how they're influencing humanity so the dr very cleverly is like all right fine i'll get you to order the order people to kill them every time kill it right. so 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 even time if they don't remember has... it doesn't matter because yeah. it will have killed them right right so they'll kill them. and so yes yeah, so that's apparently Whew. so it yeah. is very clever but you have to watch it about four or five times <laughs> to really follow it all uh, yeah and
0: it, it feels like something that would almost be better read than watched there's something about the recursion <laughs> of it all that just doesn't quite work oh by the way so then at the end which i want to talk about more the girl keeps showing back up. At some point, Amy sees the girl in the space, uh, in the uh, the astronaut mm-hmm. uniform. Yeah. What am I saying? I'm gonna say the spacesuit. Space suit, um, yeah. And then at the end, we're also wondering. They never tell the doctor that he's right going to be killed. And then where he seems to be wondering, or or she has shared with the doctor that she's pregnant, which then she does share with Rory. Yeah. But then when the doctor's looking at, and then she's worried about like, well, should I be time traveling while I'm pregnant? And, she, and then she sees or no, he's looking and seeing like, I guess, some sort of like constant pregnancy test that's going yeah. and it's blinking back and forth between yes yeah. and no. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing we see is the girl again. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in she's somewhere out on the street yeah. out on the street and she dies. But when she dies, she regenerates. So she's yep. a time lord into something. We don't know. what and then and then that's That's the end so there was just like so much stuff i'm sure it's setting up for other stuff i have to believe you and hope that some of this pays off later in a good way and you're like oh i really now in retrospect like more of that but it it felt like a lot of just like breadcrumbs being dropped that it was like okay i i i don't know and 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 the silence um in a different way than the weeping angels and i don't know why just felt too much of like a cheat code of like, oh, yeah, they've just been here forever all the time and been have influenced all of human civilization, but you just don't know it. It's yeah. Like, well, OK, that's impossible to <laughs> I mean, so what have and have they not been uh, influencing? And then to the point of you were trying to explain to me, I, I did not understand their goal of I guess they were trying to kill the doctor, but I don't understand any of why do we need to do
1: all this to kill the doctor i just uh, yeah it's uh so uh, this this, you have the same reaction that i kind of did when i first saw it um so on reviewing a couple times it does become an enormously clever episode uh, i think um and uh you know it, it is it's got that great stephen moffat thing of like using the apollo broadcast Um, is one of those things it's like it's right there in front of you uh, but then when he does it you're like oh yeah what a great that makes perfect sense Um, it's got his hallmark of a lot of visuals right you know again the visual I, I would love to interview him. Stephen, if you're listening, come on the podcast. We've got a lot of questions for you. But I'd yeah. love to interview him and be like, do you come up with these, do you just get these visuals in your head and then kind of write around them? Like right. an astronaut yeah, coming I wonder, out of the astronaut. Yeah. And and like just there's and, and the the hash marks uh, of using the count. Cause yeah, it's just these brilliant images and then writes around them, which is really clever. Um, but I I did have the same reaction in that at the I think and, and Mike did too when we were saying, at the end of it, it was just like there were too many unanswered questions, right? I get you got to see what he's clearly setting up a season arc. Um, and you know, wants to set up a lot of interesting things, but it's like, okay, we just watched two hours of, of television and there are more questions at the end than when it started. And I, you know, I needed a little more closure and a few things to make it satisfying. um, the silence are, uh, uh, and I think they even flashback to reference this. but the silence are remember at the uh, last season, there was the whole silence will fall. Uh, um, uh, right. it was unresolved. So there are clearly a reference to that. Um, <clears throat> uh, so maybe starting to answer that question, but yeah. Um, uh, and so this signals what is about, and it is going to get very complicated. Uh, the season arc really gets complicated. Um, and it's a lot going on, of course, messing with time and, you know, you know, it's going to be complicated when they kill the doctor in the opening, uh, part (laughs) pretty definitely. It's like, okay, well, you're you're clearly gonna have to deal with that at some point. Um, uh, I like, uh, but yeah, uh, on rewatching it, definitely, uh, you start to understand a little bit. It gets, it gets, uh, it is cool. It is again, him being clever, but I, I think you're right. I think he's being a little too clever, um, uh, for this. Um, Nixon, as the historical celebrity, is kind of interesting. Uh, and just kind of as a figure of fun. Um, I do like how every time they're in trouble, Nixon just comes out of like a closet or a box and like and fixes the like the giant problem <laughs> him, and he's just like, no, "Everybody is fine, right?" And um, uh, I do think Rory is a full companion you know, sort of at last. We've got um, he's sure. great. Uh, I really he adds to the dynamic really well. Um, I think they, I think this may be the last time they go that well. The whole sort of the hint about oh, who does she love more? Is that the doctor? It's like come on, we it's over. Like she likes Rory. We know she loves Rory. She's not in love with the doctor. Could we move on from this. I think they've got her listening in on the on the thing or something like that, or, or who she's calling for when she's upset, or there's some there's something like that moment like that. It's just like okay. Um, And this does, we'll see this in the next episode, just to get into a little bit of repetitiveness around Rory and his character. But I I like Arthur Tarpel and what he does. Um, And then River is great. I like, uh, it's nice to see River actually get to hang out with them and spend some time. Um, Yeah, she's...
0: uh yeah, she's like a full-on part of the team in this one. Yeah. Or I guess um, she has been in other episodes, but this is one of those episodes where she's here 100% the whole time. Yeah,
1: and so we're going to see a lot more uh, River this season, uh, uh or at least. Uh, so this was also, I believe this season was actually done in two halves. Um, So we're going to go to about five or six episodes here, and then there's going to be a mid-season finale, which is going to answer questions and set up even more stuff. It's just a huge question. Um and then there's a break for a while I think and then they do another half season, huh. um, which is sort of an odd scheduling choice. I'm not quite sure why they did that. But, so we'll um, get to that pretty quickly then. Yeah, yeah. So Today, um, a good man goes to war is going to be a very pivotal episode. Uh, that reveals huge, finally reveals much of the secret of her song, um, which is pretty interesting. But yes, um, uh, all around, I saw an episode, but you know, watch it six or seven more times, okay. uh, yeah, and we'll then do. and you should be good.
0: <laughs> all right why don't we move along to the classic episode uh for the classic episode we watched the 10th planet this is season four uh this, the second story uh this is a uh well it's both the first actor and the second doctor mm-hmm. very briefly but it's mainly a william hartnell story it aired the 8th to the 29th of october 1966 it's four episodes um it's about an hour and 40 minutes total and um anything else and as we mentioned it is the first appearance of the cyberman clip so let's listen to that clip
2: you must come and live with us but we cannot live with you you're, you're different you've got no feelings feelings i do not understand that word emotions love pride hate fear have you no emotions? sir Come to Mondas and you will have no need of emotions. You will become like us. Like you? We have freedom from disease, protection against heat and cold. True mastery. Do you prefer to die? in it, okay. it is inevitable. Then you don't mind if we all die? Why should we five? Why? Waddling? We shall not be affected you think of anything except yourself we are equipped to survive we are only interested in survival anything else is of no importance your death will not affect us i can't make you understand you're condemning us all to die have you no heart? no that is one of the weaknesses that we have removed
0: very 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 bright uh they brag a lot these stuff like no we have no need for that yeah very matter of fact we're doing fine so okay it's the doctor it's ben it's polly uh it's 1986, uh, yep. and it's just as all we all remember 1986. <laughs> yep, yep. Although to be fair, I didn't live at the South Pole in 1986. You, see, which you don't is, know, and we didn't know there. The so a lot of things could have been happening that we weren't aware of. So they arrive in the TARDIS at the South Pole, uh, South South Pole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and there's a little kind of a military base there. It looks like a kind of an international setup there.
1: You can tell it because all of the people have that <laughs> accent. <laughs> yeah, there's some accents <laughs> going on.
0: Some wild and crazy outrageous accents going on at one point i
1: love to they cut to the un or something and everyone's wearing native dress like whatever whatever Uh country they're from Uh they're wearing (laughs) like they
0: just rushed from where they were right (laughs) to there yeah so they're looking over the spaceship that they've launched that's supposed to probe the earth's atmosphere so i don't even know why it's so far off course but the spaceship has been drawn off course by what do we find a completely new planet that's approaching mm-hmm. Earth that's unknown and yeah. um and that has drawn the spaceship, off course. And the doctor says this is Mandas, and this is uh, Earth's long lost twin planet. I believe on another episode we talked about that this was an actual scientific thought for many, many years, that there was a thought that there was this other planet in equal orbit on the other right. side of um
1: <laughs> other but side I don't of think, the sun. It is not exp- <laughs> This is, sort of written, this is supposed to be written or, or dreamed up by scientist, Kit Peddler. Um, I'm not sure why, the twin pl- why our twin planet would actually look exactly like our planet, just upside down. But upside that an- down, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, that's a funny thing where it's like, in terms of trying to say it's the head of your audience, they show the map of the planet and it's so clearly like yeah. South America and Africa upside down. They have to do this... Wait a minute. Then. Look at it. wait. I'll just just look at it a little closer. Doesn't it look and like it takes and each individual person in the five person scene has to like take their time to get it. Like now I see it. Like, anyway, yes, it's a secret planet that they've never uh, known before. So they head there. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And the doctor I think informs them that they're they're gonna head over here. They're the it has there's beings on there and they're gonna be visiting Earth soon. Sure enough, they do, and it's the Cybermen who <laughs> we just heard, and they sound a little too Dalek-y in this. Um, it, it's first an odd. Well, it's, time I out. think it's
1: actually by the same guy who did the Dalek voices. Got mm. so that? Um, it is an odd. I mean, they have a different tone. Yeah, the inflections are weird. I do like how um, they uh, they just open their mouths uh, and keep them open right. the whole length. Of, that's kind of uh, a sort of macabre unearthly, how these
0: and they're very they're much more uh <laughs> cloth <hobbled> based yes <laughs> <laughs> than uh the Cybermen that i'm familiar with and I, I do really like the Cybermen. and i'd say it's interesting watching them because i didn't really like them in this mm-hmm. episode and i think this is a cool thing about the magic of doctor who where it's like well we brought him back about five or six more times and now they're pretty cool characters <laughs> But I, I didn't i mean
1: there's something kind of interesting about the characters but they look pretty goofy and so they, I mean, they they actually brought this design back in the Capaldi era, hmm. um, and they uh, again under Stephen Moffat's guiding hand, um, they became enormously complicated. No, uh, they um, <laughs> they made this much more horrific. And I think partly it's, it isn't black and white, but um, like their their hands are still human hands, hmm. uh, and the and it's and like you could still see eyes behind the the cloth. Oh, or I whatever. see. And so they, they like they were like this. If you did this right, the sort of body horror of what they right, are right. comes across much more starkly. Got it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, but but I, well, it does look like it does look like an amateur theater company was like ah, we got some silver sheets on them, and
0: <laughs> there was something about them that they just felt a little too standard nineteen fifties nineteen sixties robots that's, like we have no point. feelings. Let's t-, you know, and the, the, the that is a good the, point. Kind of a big <clears throat> that was the big scare of of robots. Um, yeah. And they haven't gotten to the cool place that we've gotten to as a civilization, which is we're like AI make take over and kill us all. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't possibly think about this. (laughs) Who has time? We have ten principles for ethical AI out there. I'm sure we're fine. Yeah, I'm sure we're good. (coughs) So anyway, they say, uh, look, uh, the spaceship's gonna crash. We're we're sucking energy from it, and you know what? We're gonna suck energy from the whole Earth because we need it, and we're gonna. And they said, look, tell you what, we'll do (laughs) if you want. We'll take the humans back there, uh, back to Mondas, and we'll turn you all into cyber. What Problem do you solved? think? Problem solved. Deals on the table. Like, we made the move. You know, you counter now. Um,
1: and so, you know what? If that deal were offered today, there would be some larger block of people than you would expect. We'd be like, we're in. Like, and <laughs> Somehow the Republicans would get behind it, and we'd be all like, really? Really? And they'd be like, let's start hacking limbs off people. Like, It's just today's society. There wouldn't be this universal disdain for
0: it. Well, so oh. the general says instead... You know, we should destroy it. And you know what? Let's not use an A bomb. Let's yeah. go all the way to the Z bomb. <laughs> go all the way through to the Z bomb.
1: By the way, the um, general another fine depiction of Americans uh yeah, by Dr. Yeah, really true, really true. just oh, they're all insane and want to kill everyone. <laughs> I like.
0: Sorry, I'm just going to read the sentence as is written in Wikipedia because it's very funny me, to me. The chief scientist expresses concern that the radiation might cause immense loss of life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is true. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I'm a little unclear about the resolution of all this. Uh, so, and and I'll let so I'll let John you on this. I will mention that uh, we did mention at the top. This is one of the uh stories that has a lot of missing episodes. So the way in which I watched this was uh avail there are available uh you can find them some through the just the stills that were saved from mm-hmm. yep, the telesnaps. From yeah. the the telesnaps, um with the actual audio. And then some uh have been there have been fan recreations of like 3D animation, just sort of mm-hmm. crude through 3D animation to recreate the the plot with that. So this is pretty tough to watch and follow for me. Um, Mm. But they ultimately win. (laughs) And then anyway, kind of almost more importantly than that, like somehow the Cybermen are dispatched with and Mondas is destroyed. Um, uh, More importantly, the doctor starts to not feel well at the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of done pretty subtly. And then by the end, he says, um, uh, he says, it's far from being all over. He goes to the TARDIS. He saves Polly and Ben, and mm-hmm. then he collapses and he trans he regenerates for the first time into mm-hmm. Patrick Trouton. So that's pretty crazy. That that was just like right in the middle of uh, a season, s- second story
1: of the season. Yeah, um, and that was the first regeneration. His, his last but... words are quote Ah, yes, it's good. Thank you. Keep warm. So you know, very very big line to go out on. Um, he. Uh, I also, if you, so, um, the three, the first three episodes actually do all exist. So they have a DVD out, um, and the first three episodes exist and then the fourth has been animated, um, uh, fill it in. Uh, but they also do have the uh, clip of the actual regeneration, uh, scene. Uh, so I, well, I couldn't find those. Yeah, I yeah, and maybe, yeah, I mean. They seem to be only like on,
0: on DVD or yeah. something.
1: Um, <clears throat> so it's, um, uh, I mean, we spend a lot of time on the regeneration. It's very underplayed uh the generation um but i think what i notice about it is um he they do a, a close up of the it's a very close up shot of him changing uh and it's um you sort of get you sort of see that something has changed and then it just goes straight to the credits like they there is really nothing there's no i mean i guess it's a great cliffhanger because they offer no even remote attempt to explain anything that's going on, and the audience wouldn't have known, you know, that anything was going to happen. Right. Um. So just very, just out of the blue, I don't know where. I mean, just sort of say, oh, this old body of mine is is great, but thin or something. And Hartnell plays it, uh, underplays it. Unfortunately, he wasn't feeling. I mean, he wasn't well in these final seasons of do- for these it. And so, like, he ends up. He was supposed to be more in. A, he basically disappears through all of episode three. Like he collapses for no reason because he couldn't film that, and so everything. Ben ends up doing everything that he was supposed to do. So, yeah, it's not a great final farewell um, for him. Um, in terms of the story, so how it was supposed to, I believe, <laughs> those ones where basically Mondes kept absorbing energy and it absorbed too much energy and overloaded and blew up, basically. Um, uh, so, basically, no one had to do anything. That, and the doctor even was saying, it's like, just don't do anything. It's fine. Just, if it would just be cool for a while, it's going to be okay. Uh, but so, it was like, yeah. It was right, a little that was his initial plan, and they scoffed at it, and then ultimately... Yeah, that's what they they do. Yeah, <laughs> so he's right. Um, he's surprisingly knowledgeable about um, uh, everything that's going on, which is unusual. Usually the doctor is as clueless as everybody else, if not more so. Um, this is the first Cyberman story. This Kip Pedler uh, was hired as a scientific advisor. He was actually a, he was a scientist of some kind. So he's trying to inject a little bit more science into the story. I'm not sure he does great here. <laughs> We've commented on the Twin Planet idea and a few other things. Um, I do like the this is, you know, they try to add some scale to the invasion, right? That they have these they do try to cut into the UN or this other, you know, global government group and yes, it's a little ridiculous how it's portrayed. Um, but uh, you know, um uh at the time, certainly for Doctor Who, this would be the a huge right to try. To, usually, everything was on a much smaller scale, right? They certainly never tried to show like uh, uh, you know giant, um, you know, global wars or uh, things always only affected the home counties around London, as we've talked about. <laughs> um, so, trying to do some scales is neat. Uh, now, momentous here, Um this is um, the um, uh, if you, the first set of astronauts. Uh, who were depicted, um, one of the actors is black, um, and he is the first, uh, actor to portray a, uh, a, a black astronaut, first black act- astronaut portrayed by actor. Basically, yeah. Yeah. um, so, you know, black people, I don't really know what you keep complaining about. I mean, we have been <laughs> fake, you've been yeah. fake astronauts since the 60s. That's right. Um, no, but it's kind of a cool, I mean, it's certainly at a, uh, at that time to, to cast a black actor in that role would be actually kind of, kind of cool. Um, and actually she only died a couple years ago, like 102. Kind of, so, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, interesting, little bit of trivia there. So first black actor to portray an astronaut on television, the first black actor to pretend to go to space. Uh, so yeah, big, big role there. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird, and um, it is a strange episode because uh, again, you just have no hint of what's coming until st- very close to the end. Uh, and then it happens And you're also, um, it's actually Because we're, we're actually going to get to their first, well, second full episode um, uh, First full episode the, But Ben and Polly are still very new uh, right, So we're still actually sort of feeling them out um, Although I, I do like them I think we've seen them with Patrick Trout and stuff um, a couple times But uh, uh, seeing them with Hartnell is a little bit of a different dynamic But uh, uh, both uh, both great companions But yeah, sort of an odd, odd end to the Hartnell era <laughs>
0: Ooh, very ethereal theme yeah this is well i'm trying to evoke the 2001 soundtrack uh, the space theme
1: yeah. but uh we are uh, here we should get that monolith out of your living room I think that, <laughs> it's time to move that. and by the
0: way we're gonna get to rankings later but my big problem is not enough monoliths yeah enough where are the monoliths, monoliths?
1: People? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. um we are adherents of the repeating themes here on No Not in the Mind Probe. We like to look at certain ideas that resonate throughout mm. Doctor Who and throughout popular culture related to the episodes of Doctor Who. John, what did you want to touch on? Let's today? talk
1: about event television. Uh, mm. Because we were, we we're looking at um, uh, two very contrasting approaches, I think, uh, this week. To event TV. I mean, I don't actually, I don't even know. Is there event in the age of streaming? Do we even have event television anymore? So certainly, for people of our era, of our age, when we would you know we'd go down and we would we would wind up the old wireless television there and then get it all heated up for the evening <laughs> the and crank down. operated television. yeah, and, you know, yeah. Wait, wait for uncle milty to come out and entertain us. um but we definitely grew up in the era of event television right i mean that there would be yeah. episodes of tv shows or movies or other i mean there used to people i i i got lost in as many youtube polls everyone's talking about i got lost in this when i was looking at um uh w- remember when the movies had their own opening credit? Like there was, it was like Sunday night at the movies and it had this very exciting, like, uh, um, graphics and whatnot. We're going to
0: show a movie. Yeah, like, and then they would beautiful. have the preview for
1: the movie. And like, I mean, there's one I found that was, and I remember this vividly where they were, they did, did the whole Sunday night at the movies thing. And then they actually cut in and it's, it's 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 James Earl Jones. It's Darth Vader doing like, this is a special broadcast from the galactic empire. And it was a whole empire strikes back preview. It's very cool. Well, because Except,
0: remember too, um, at the very beginning of our childhood, um, you, there wasn't even really home video, so yeah. or, or they they existed, but it was very expensive. So Only yeah. like rich people had these home video systems. So basically, your chance to you see a movie is whenever it came out, which is usually two
1: years after it was in the theaters, it would show up on on regular television if you were lucky. Right.
0: Well, what I mean is you would see it in the movie theater, possibly, if that was there. But of course, it happened like for us, for example, before we were born. Yeah, your only chance is occasionally they'll show movie at this time. And of course, it was you couldn't time shift it. It was whenever they were showing that 7pm, you know, 8pm, 7pm Central. You gotta. Everybody's gotta sit down and watch one of the f- four channels.
1: Right. Yes. Right. And watch and it so, together. So movies were events, and then certain television episodes were events, and they would promote it throughout the week. Right. The life changing episode of uh, Punky Brewster. Or right, like that, right. Right. And so, um, and then so now and I you would. By it, the
0: way, sorry, really quick, you would never have a chance of seeing a TV episode again. I mean, like. It's possible you would see it again, but I mean, you would have no way of planning to see it again. Right? They might because, be
1: repeats in the summer, but they would be all. They wouldn't yeah, even repeat knows? the whole season. And then it like, would be in be
0: syndication, sure. but you'd have no idea when those would show up. So, like, they tell you there was something special about this episode, and you're like, if you want to watch this, this was really like your only chance ever <laughs> in history to watch it. I don't
1: know how we. I don't really know how we made it as a species to those, <laughs> to those days. <laughs>
0: um, well, it just it did have a lot more control over. It, I mean, as a as a nerd who loved TV growing up, it has huge control over my life. It was yeah, like, I've oh my to be god, <laughs> two things. Are, I have to be home for this thing, and then what if there's two things on at the same time? I don't want to watch. Like it yeah. was a big deal.
1: And people are like, oh, what if you spent time with your friends? Is like I can't do that? I can do that anytime. <laughs> I can do that at home <laughs> watching this television show instead of making out with somebody for the first time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then so so then we got so now sort of our event television. Uh, still, sort of, I feel like it's. It's they still make uh, there are certain episodes you expect to be events, right? So big premieres, uh, season premieres, season finales, um, at least, or or do we? I mean, so do we? Does it have to be that way in a streaming where they drop all the episodes at once? I don't really think it has. Now to be they're starting to
0: do a hybrid, um, where uh, and I, for example, the Apple TV. I don't know if you've watched Severance. That was the most recent one that um, that it was an Apple show and they launch they drop immediately two or three episodes and then the remaining ones come out once a week Mm, for the next few weeks disney plus does this too so pretty quickly you you get all the episodes and also the seasons are much shorter right it's just Mm. six eight nine episodes it's not i mean that's another thing i don't think people get it's like every show american different for british but every american show was at least 20 to 25 episodes every season definitely like Mm -hmm. so it was a ton so here even though they're doing this like there is some kind of weekly event television to some extent but like most people are just kind of watching it whenever because you can i mean again Mm -hmm. like maybe you rapidly watch it right when it came out the last one i remember doing that with was game of thrones like because you you wanted to know what happened i you know i watched that definitely almost all my family watched it too and friends and so you wanted to watch it right when it came out even though you could watch it later pretty easily but you wanted to watch it when it came out because people were going to talk about it right yeah. away
1: yeah right just that shared experience and yeah so i'm mean, curious i mean i wonder if he's better so so like a there's a couple of things right you've got so you get and i think we're gonna see this with next week's uh or next uh podcast episode you get this huge event like kickoff episode all these big ideas and storylines then you get a regular episode, which feels like a letdown, right? Like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And it's fine. It's like, no oh, it's fine, I guess. But see so you amp up for these certain episodes. And it really uh becomes to bite Dr. in the butt, uh the um the uh final episode of Jody Whitaker's first series is just a regular episode. And huh. you're just kinda like, What? And, and it's like it is, there was no build. It's not like they promised like a big one, but we just we are so used to But everyone to it.
0: knew that it was her last episode.
1: No, no, I'm sorry, the, the final of just her first series, not our final episode. Uh, like it's but it's, so yeah, they knew it was going to be. Oh, the first oh series. okay. Um, but we are so used to at this point. We've been so ingrained that like every season builds up to this giant finale that includes like you know past doctors and all the aliens that they've ever met, like, and it's just like. Oh, and it, it was a fine episode, but you end up being disappointed. It's like it's so it's interesting. We were now ingrained on like, but and and then is it is it better to have like I, I was trying to think about because it it's so patchy that that final series uh, William Hartnell and they're missing and a lot of them are audio and stuff like that. it's like, what what would it have been like to actually watch this and just. You know, you're not expecting anything big to happen, and then suddenly you're walloped with this massive thing. Is that also? Better, what if or would it be like? Oh no, I need that build up because it's like, oh, this is I'm going to be excited and invested in this one. I don't know.
0: And again, I don't know how they aired them. Maybe they would rerun them after they run them the first time. So, but let's say you would really, for example, like, did they do that? Would they like if you didn't see it Tuesday night? Like back in the 60s. Oh, no, uh, no they, they, like, was, it uh, they the never reran ran
1: them. In fact, uh, it wasn't people. Uh, it was a huge deal in the 80s. They reran ran uh, well, William Hartnell and Patrick Troughton and John Pertwee, And everybody was like, oh, wow. Like, but they no, wouldn't they even rerun run. it like right when it came out. No, because it's pretty much running year around at that time. Okay, <laughs>
0: so then there you go. So what if like, you know, you have a piano recital that night and then you tune in <laughs> next week and like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> who's this guy?
0: <laughs> you know, so I, I think yeah. that's interesting. Well, th- it's funny because what we consider as like, TV shows now are really much more reminiscent of what when we were growing up were called miniseries, yeah. Um, and that there was this—it's this one long narrative story, and the expectation is that it is one big story over the course of the six, eight, nine episodes. Like I remember growing up, there was Roots—that was the huge one. Yeah, Roots is giant. Um, north and South, North big. and South, yeah. Um, basically, uh, uh, just the Civil War, which yeah, is a <laughs> We like that miniseries <laughs> about the Civil War, but um, so. The Thornbirds. My mother loved the Thornbirds. Oh, so these are interesting. Like <clears throat> Doctor Who is interesting because, yeah, there is an expectation that you have this season arc, but it is Doctor Who. It's supposed to be somewhat of an anthology, yeah, and have episode to episode. So I think having the finales or whatever does kind of give you some kind of cadence to this. Because if Doctor Who turned into just completely, it is just one story over the whole season and mm-hmm. never, never really deviating from it. I don't know. I don't think that would quite be in the spirit of the show either. Um, yeah, I mean, that's true. You, and Star, you, you Star Trek is like this
1: too. Well, I don't know about the new ones, and now.
0: you've been watching those, but like if they if think about Next Generation or even Deep Space Nine or um, Voyager, um, there would be like season long and series long arcs to things, but you'd also have just episodes where, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> the, the holodeck bathroom yeah. broke down, and we got to fix it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's, I
1: it. think it's pretty. I mean, yeah, I guess audiences maybe because streaming allows us to go back and catch up on things. That's why they feel more comfortable doing. It. All right, so I mean, if you go back to, uh, um, you, uh, you go back to like even uh so I, I recently watched a few episodes of uh, hill street blues which is an 80s cop show um and that was definitely uh it was it was groundbreaking if you watch it it's actually it surprisingly holds up how well it holds up today uh it's a very groundbreaking show it's a lot any anyone who write, wrote a cop show after that came from that show <laughs> um stephen Botchko, i think david kelly all these people but anyway um uh they start to have – one of the groundbreaking things was there were starting to be through lines, right? There were a few storylines that would kind of go – and they but they are very light, right? That they'd just be like, oh, yeah, this person from – and and then you look at – even go ahead to like ER. marriage
0: is troubled. Just kind of keep yeah. that in
1: mind. And yeah, make, exactly. Know, or, you know, you go to ER and, yeah, there'd be a few running storylines um but they were almost the interesting they were still episodic but they were just slightly more like so basically instead of a season arc it'd be like a three episode arc right like you know where uh, this guest or bob newhart's gonna be on it for you know four episodes and plays this guy and wins his emmy and goes off to whatever uh and like but uh yeah they clearly started to get more comfortable with with the running storylines but it's not until yeah now the modern era where they're like okay now it's a whole arc as you say a mini they were like we're gonna do a mini-series and maybe the comfort is well, we know people are going to be able to go back and see it, uh, so we can create these complex. Like it'd be weird now. <laughs> it'd be weird now. If somebody's like yeah well i only got to catch episode four of that netflix series i'm totally lost it's like well wh- why didn't you go back and watch oh no i only watch them when they come out if i miss i'm trying to recreate the original television experience
0: <laughs> yeah I know. It's very strange but um yeah so i don't think it exists in the same way anymore except uh usually series finales are still if if it's been on a while the series finale itself will still be a big deal like for example yeah I haven't watched, uh, and this is a Netflix show. That's why I want to mention it is a Stranger Things mm-hmm. it's a Netflix show. I believe there's like four series now. I have yeah, honestly only watched first. about one and maybe a half. Ultimately, there will be a series finale of that show. And I think that will be kind of an event. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, <laughs> but the, and because, for example, for me, it's like I liked it. I haven't liked it enough to watch some of the other intervening seasons. I, because to your point, I in my mind, I think I'm just thinking, yeah, I'll get around to that. Like it's just yeah. sitting there. I can watch it at any time. But when the series finale comes out, I feel like I'm going to watch it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm going mm-hmm. to want to tune in
1: to watch that. Um, yeah, so, yeah I'm that's still a thing. What are, maybe. What are the big? I'm trying to think. Of, yeah, because yeah, yeah, right. Seriously, it's just not a huge event. In television always. I'm trying to think of what was the last one I watched. What was the last series that went on for me?
0: Like? I I was. I was a fan of the sitcom, how I met your mother and mm-hmm. it was all building up to where you finally see how he does end up meeting the woman he's going to marry. So I, I did watch that. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah that, that's the
1: last one for me. Yeah. Well, I've never, you know what, as a doctor who fan, I'm never going to have to deal with a series finale. So. Oh, that's an optimistic right. prediction from no, not that mine, but we're going to be doing this. <laughs> podcast. I, I was <laughs> worried about it being
0: canceled. Um, there are two hundred and ninety nine official Doctor Who television stories, so it's kind of cool. Is that the new Doctor and new companions story? It'll be the three hundredth story. Yeah, so that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have ranked one hundred sixteen of them. Yeah, so we're getting close to half. We're cruising on there. Um, so now we're gonna we're now we're gonna rank these. I'll go first. Please, do. Uh, I have both of these lower. They're not into the the depths of, you know, time in the Ronnie and things like this, um, but pretty low, very low for it. This is the lowest Matt Smith episode I've, mm. I've ranked. Okay. And um, I kind of kept looking down for it. I just really didn't enjoy it. It was so confusing. And uh, it, I don't know. It had this effect where I was watching it because it was just kind of blowing past me and not really getting it and feeling like I'm missing okay. something um, that, it was yeah it was just it never felt enjoyable because it felt like nothing was ever going to be tied off. maybe rewatching it in the future after other things have come to light that I mm-hmm. know well, it'll be good but that was my reaction now so I kept looking down the list where I put it and it basically got to I was looking for other new who that I you know felt mm-hmm. that, that way about and I got down to the sound of drums last of the time Lords and I was like I liked it more than that mm-hmm. I, I didn't because I really mm-hmm. didn't enjoy that one and um so I put it just above that, I put it number seventy-eight. Uh I put mm-hmm. it right below mm-hmm. battlefield, right above the oh, androids yeah. of Tara. Makes um sense. yeah, they right around that. Battlefield,
1: there. also confusing, a lot going on, a lot of interesting ideas going on that don't come together. Same. Yeah, but they have swords. Yeah, true
0: to uh, That's what but that's what won out. <laughs> <laughs> and then the tenth planet I actually have in that realm too, right around that area. I have it seventy-three, right below black orchid, right above planet of the ood. Um I'm sure this one could have been helped if uh, that that last episode was easier to get. By the way, I was wrong. I was thinking about the smugglers that I, I had to watch it only and tell this, but it was just the last episode. But regardless, I just still couldn't really hook into it as well. And um, yeah, I don't know. Just not not my favorite. Like I said, it, it felt like one of the old ones that. Man, this probably could have been almost two episodes, like it didn't need yeah. to be even four. Um,
1: they defeat the cybermen at the end of two, and then they have episode three. The cybermen come back in four, like, oh, we're back, like, oh, all right, just <laughs> like, uh, maybe they come back again, <laughs> um, yeah,
0: yeah. So that's where
1: it ended up for me, yeah. Um, I, I, so Impossible Astronaut Day of the Moon gets higher for me. Um, uh, again, I think it is that watching yeah, sure. it, it makes a lot more sense and fits a lot more in, but I, I definitely agree that I remember watching it the first time when it came out and being a little disappointed because I was really amped for a big, you know, season season premiere and um it was it was exciting, but then like, wait, what happened? And a lot of questions. So I but well, I still got bad. it. So for me it's it's risen to um uh number twenty four. I've got it just above the curse of Fenric, which I also that was confusing, and I didn't quite follow the first time I watched it, but then rewatched a the whole bunch and it's become my favorite. So, so I've got that in that area. Uh, so well, I,
0: th- those are two good ones that I'll have to do rewatches of at some point.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so that's our rewatch category. Uh, and then I do the 10th print. It kept falling, uh, and I just was trying to keep it up because of the uh, momentousness of it. But it's just not great. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's very slow. Um, and so I, I eventually put it down by, yeah. The, the, you have it real low. At, yeah, I have it at 106, uh, just or 105. Excuse, just above the Keys of Marinus. And below, it's not as fun as Delta and the Bannerman. I just couldn't, yeah, I couldn't bring myself to... To, it just doesn't it's it's slow uh it's scientifically it's way off base doesn't uh there's not much doctor in it um i like the companions and whatnot but uh yeah it just didn't, didn't it did not gel for me so so sorry bill hartnell uh, it's a series wrap on william hartnell folks and <laughs> uh, we'll see him again but uh, we'll see him again next week actually but uh yeah not going out not going on not going on the highest note uh but um yeah um uh, there we go Some, they're not always gonna win folks well, I'll Somebody's put these
0: into the old supercomputer here again. We this, we have 116 now. I'm sorry, 118 now ranked. Yeah. And uh, the tenth planet clocking in at 92, so <laughs> yeah. it is pretty pretty low down there. Yeah. And then uh, the impossible astronaut day of the moon uh, right in the middle of the pack. Actually, a little bit above the middle of the pack at 51, tied mm-hmm. with the war games. Right.
1: Uh, so another long play. long episode. Yeah. Uh,
0: that makes sense. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, I definitely enjoyed the war games more than that. Just below Ark in space, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again it's ranked lower than it should be yeah, yeah. Them, so
1: that's, maybe that's I think what you. we should
0: do in terms of uh, our rankings like that is that <laughs> at the end of all this we should we should be allowed some finite number of like you
1: can amend certain rankings <laughs> if you like
0: like yeah. I'd like to take a mulligan on you no, know that's a good idea.
1: yeah now that's you've that's seen like a few in context, in context
0: um you can see these rankings and uh our entire set of rankings on our website mindprobe.show where you can also see the watch order if you want to watch along with us and you can see how to subscribe to the show we would love it if you would subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, anything Please like do, that, folks. And of course, uh, we'd love all of our video. income
1: depends on the number of subscriptions uh, that we get. We are my income it. depends on this we, podcast. We quit our jobs to do this yes. podcast. <laughs> i quit repeatedly. They keep hiring me back, yep. and I keep quitting. And I'm like, I'm podcasting. Like, you don't <laughs> podcast that much.
0: <laughs> um. We, uh, you can reach out to us, John at show, Porter at show. I've checked that in months, I assume. I have not you know, checked that, but I'll evening. check it now. And, you know, yeah, no one's written here. Come on. Send a message just to say, hey, what's going on? Hey, Order at mindprobe.show. John at mindprobe.show. John, John, what do we have in store for
1: next episode? All right. So next episode, um, and I'm also going to signal one ahead, because if I missed an episode. I just realized there's a gap here. Uh, but uh, next episode, uh, we are going to move on in the Mansmith um, uh, era to the Curse of the Black Spot, uh, a pirate-themed epic Hmm. uh, that features uh, Hugh Bonneville of Downton Abbey fame. Uh, And I have paired that with the story that comes immediately before the 10th planet, in fact. Uh, So we get another another Hartnell Ben and Polly story uh, called The Smugglers, which is also about pirates and which we'll tease here, is actually a sequel to The Curse of the Black Spot. What? I know, Timey Wime. Uh and then just a heads up because I it is apparently off the watch order, but uh after that is the Doctor's Wife uh story, um which I have paired with an adventure in space and time and I will explain that uh uh next week or next next episode. But uh if you if you're working ahead and you didn't realize that uh that I missed a story there, there you go. But anyway. Oh that's, oh, that's okay. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's here's to. Uh, wow, I'm I'm
0: confused by what f- how <laughs> that'll all become clear to me later, there's, I imagine. <clears throat> here's to the moment in time where that does become clear to me here's here's to the future John where we watch those pirate episodes yeah. it's, it's a sequel I'm interested do to hear more it's about
1: 10-1? I have to say on the episode uh, of, I've, I think I've told you this story before but when I uh, began watching movies on TV when I was a kid um, the movies would come on and I, I would we would at bedtime and my parents opened I don't know what to say. We, the Wizard of Oz just come on every year, once a year. And um, the movie would, uh, they wanted me to go to bed at a certain time. So for several years, I believe that the Wizard of Oz ends when they see the Emerald City, when they get to the Poppy Field, and they see the Emerald City, and everyone to say, well, they we made it, and I would go to bed. So that's where I thought the movie ended, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. several years. <laughs> it's kind of it's... But again, you couldn't record it just that they were like well you gotta go to bed we're not gonna watch the rest of it so that's what they did um and then oh. i would get my revenge and years later i like, like uh, i would, uh, i always wanted to see star trek the star wars movie and they would show like star trek the motion picture which is endless when you break it up with commercials and so like you'd be like 12 30 and they would be like this is going to end <laughs> very <laughs> exhausting
0: uh you mentioned wizard and that's another thing that they used to do was sound to music Obviously, it's a wonderful life. They would just air like once a year. It yep. like this annual thing. well, oh, now it's all watch this. Yeah. So, um, and, th- th- and those became like these cultural touchstone movies because, again, you had, what are you going to not watch TV? What are you going to read books?
1: Yes, no, you're so going right. to watch themselves TV that night. Come on. And they were, yeah, they were right. They were only, I mean, I remember when Box came around, it was like a fourth network. What? What? That's what? Not possible. Yeah, so have only like three networks. Yeah. And I feel K,
0: they hit even less. So, <laughs> but then UPN came along and it changed it all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Double, double,
0: double, <laughs> U B. Mindprobe.show